0: Let's go, Big Daddy. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Woke up this morning. It's sunny. Got to check on my stocks. Got to make me some money. I went into my app that's sitting on my phone. Got a lot of time because I'm stuck here at home. Buy sell what the hell cuz come four o'clock I'm going to hear the bell <laughs> gotta make me some paper so I can feel good big daddy stock tips from the hood I got the money I got those pesos I got those pesos right here IPOs dividends and options Get rid of that stock, man. It's flopping. Roll over Roth. 401k. Get ready to invest. Make some money today. Trade clothes. Make a deal. What stock looks good? Let's spin the wheel. More money. More money. More money. Let's get this going. This is going to be good. Yeah. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Show me the money. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. I'ma just keep getting paid. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Here we go! Looking good, Billy Ray! Feeling good, Lewis! I'ma just keep getting paid. Turn those machines back on! Turn those machines back on! More money,
1: more money, more money! Hello. Welcome back to Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. Oh, what a week we had.
0: So much to talk about! Hop day!
1: Had some beautiful weather, but now the reality is starting to set in. You know when it's been a a week of beautiful and 70 and 75 degrees in November, that the bottom is about to drop off. (laughs) You know that here in Cleveland. It's the prelude to the storm. Have to put my extra thick jammies on pretty soon. (laughs) Welcome to the BST, Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. Marty Allen back with you every Wednesday at noon right here. Uh, Of course, contributing financial people are Jeb Tanchek over at 19 Action News, and uh, he's an avid futures trader. And of course, Bart Slack, our financial analyst who is on every week with us on the half hour at 1230. First of all, big news. I'm finally going back to work. I'm very excited about that. Uh, It's been, I was talking to Dirty Kurt on uh, Monday, my uh, wingman uh, down at the, uh, uh, cavaliers uh, radio network he's the guy that really he's the guy that really does all the heavy duty lifting all the producing and everything he's fantastic and he um as, as we were walking out to the car monday says i'm back to work on mondays now for uh Cavs hq uh along the cavaliers radio network also fox sports ohio on the tv side as well and he, we were walking i said man i enjoyed this time off but I'm ready. I'm ready, to get, I'm ready to get back to where the action is. I'm one of these kind of guys that I'm not used to just sitting around and doing nothing. And I haven't. Uh, you know, in these eight months or so that I've been off, I've had a lot of things to do. I started doing heavy uh, day trading on the stock market. Uh, I joined an audio book club uh, off of Amazon and started narrating books. I'm narrating more books now, audio books you need me, go to acx.com, acx.com, and just uh, uh, Google Marty Allen or search Marty Allen, and I can make your audio book come to life with, I can make your regular book come to life with audio. So acx.com. Anyway, so I'm happy to report that I, it looks like it was finally uh, ratified Monday night that uh, the basketball NBA is going back to work. Back to work on December 22nd, is supposedly our first game, and I'm very excited about that because, well, you know me, you know, I'm trying to pay off the condo and then and uh this stimulus check update, which is hasn't happened. I ain't messing with messing with a brother money and a lot of other people money. But I ain't gonna get into that. Now I'm gonna stay away from it. But I am saying I'm going back to work and I'm very happy about that. It's been very, it's been a long time coming. And uh let's get back to work. Uh Congratulations to all the political candidates who won. If your political candidate won, congratulations to you. If your referendums won, congratulations to you. If you defeated a referendum that you did not like, congrats to you. Uh, the props that uh, failed and passed. If they were favorable to you, congratulations to you. The big one of one of the big ones, of course, was uh, Uber and Lyft. Uh, for the uh, uh, alternative taxi driving industry. And it was Prop 22 in California. We told you about that uh, last Wednesday after the election. That was one of the few things that was decided as of last Wednesday. But Prop 22... Uh, my main, one of my main buddies I told you about wants to quit Lincoln Electric and go to work full time for Uber because he can make his own hours. He doesn't have any managerial bosses and the pain in the ass meetings and all this kind of stuff. Uh, if Dave Dombrowski is watching from the Cavaliers, my boss, our meetings are fantastic and I am happy to attend every week at uh, 10 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. even though it keeps me from playing pickleball. But uh, uh, one of the things that I like about running my company, Big Daddy Productions, and of course uh, the Rogue Radio Network, is that I built my studio right here at home. I can go live whenever I want to go live. I can shut down whenever I want to shut down. I don't have any bosses here, that kind of thing. But I love my boss at the Cavaliers, Dave And and In all honesty, uh, kidding aside, he's one of the best bosses Ever. He's the kind of boss that if you are doing what you're supposed to do, he leaves you the hell alone. He don't come in and micromanage you at all. If you don't see him, that's good. You don't see him for a few games, fantastic. Because he'll stop in, say hello, and that's it. He leaves, and you won't see him no more for three, four games. Anyway, I'm very excited. December 22nd, barring any big-time pandemic crisis, I know the numbers are going up. And a lot of people are still skeptical about whether or not the season will start. But you know what? Once the players saw that they could lose $500 million to a billion dollars if they didn't start it, <laughs> by before January, the players ratified it. You had heard the stories about LeBron, you know, who was it? Uh, 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 Danny Green, who's his uh, teammate, said that LeBron wasn't going to be there when the season started. <laughs> yeah, right. LeBron likes his money, like all the other players. They like that money. And when they were probably told, hey, you're going to lose almost a billion dollars if you don't play. By the end of December, then they said, oh, CP3 is like the president for the player player rep, you know. And uh, the player said, okay, let's go. (laughs) And so anyway, I'm very happy about that. All right. So uh, stimulus update. There's absolutely nothing going on. This is the part that worries me. Now that until uh,
0: Donald Trump starts the lawsuits (laughs) and everything else DT does, Uh, it would be if
1: you know about the reports about Nancy Pelosi being the pain in the rear end for the the Republicans. So now, if this thing holds true and uh, Joe Biden, Kamala Kamala Harris, become president and vice president come January, I don't know if we're even going to see a stimulus update between now and then because now the Republicans are like, they're going to be a real pain in the rear end. So who knows if this stimulus update, stimulus package will be signed, when it will be signed. I think it'll happen, but I'm starting to think now nah, it may not happen until after the Biden presidency. But of course, the Senate still controls, uh, controlled by Republicans. So then anything that the House, which is the Democrats, sends to the, to the Republicans in the Senate, the Senate has to ratify it and make it law. I don't know if Donald Trump going to be in the mood to do that.
2: Here's what Donald Trump said after the after they uh said
1: Joe Biden was the president.
0: Get those brokers back in here. <laughs> Turn those machines back on. <laughs> Turn those machines back
1: on. Anyway, I'm gonna stay away from that, okay? All I'm saying is congratulations to your candidate. All right. Uh, one of the things that uh Chuck Aletti, my good friend, formerly of the GLC, uh sent me a post on uh Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood fan page and he said marty explain something to me i thought i heard that if biden won that the stock market would tank big time and uh what the hell happened and so i said to him here's what happened and of course bart bart slack our financial analyst will reiterate this coming up at 12 30 also jeff tancheck said the same things there are stocks and there are companies that are favorable to the candidates. One of the reasons why right at I, I, I and and Chuck and everybody else, I thought the same thing. I said, wow, I, I thought that, you know, if Biden won, that it was everything was gonna tank and switch. Well, it didn't and it didn't. Because you gotta understand that the Democratic Party said that they were going to file a class action lawsuit against big tech to break them up. Now, one of the things I want to ask Bart Slack at 1230 is why? What, you know, what's wrong with a company being big and huge and successful financially? And why, how can they do that? That's what I want to ask him. But anyway, Chuggaletti, Here's what happened. So, the Democratic Party was saying that they were on record as saying that they were going to file a class action lawsuit against the big tech industry Amazon, Apple, Google, Tesla, because they said they were getting too big. So, now what happened was when the Republicans held the Senate, then the big tech says, okay. We're in good shape. They're not going to be able to sue us because the House Democrats would propose a bill like they did with stimulus, and every time the Republicans say, get out of here. We're not passing that. So now the Big Tech knew that even though the House Democrats and and the presidency of uh, Biden, Harris, were planning to uh, file a class action lawsuit against Big Tech, they knew it still had to pass the Senate. And the Senate after the election was still controlled by narrowly but still controlled by the republicans so they felt that they would not be sued and so all of a sudden the big tech stocks took a big leap all of a sudden amazon was making big money amazon made like 180 bucks one day last week i think it was friday thursday i forget google was up nicely tesla was up nicely Apple was up nicely. Of course, NVIDIA was up. Uh, Adobe and a bunch of them were up nicely because they felt like, okay, the Republicans held the Senate, so they're not going to, we're not going to get sued anytime soon. So all of a sudden, invest smart investors said, okay, I'm buying my big tech now. I still been on the sideline because I'm waiting for this whole thing to, to uh, uh, blow over. And then the other one was the cannabis industry. You know how I've been about the cannabis industry. Now, Kamala Harris in her vice presidential debate said if the Democrats win the election that they would de- they would seek to decriminalize marijuana on the federal level. Which means You would no longer be charged for having marijuana on the federal level. Now, each state still has their own laws, but the the feds would not seek to put you in jail. So now the big stocks finally started moving. I, I, if you've been, if you've been a regular listener or viewer to this show, who, who was the big dog I told you about? My second favorite stock after Tesla. I've been telling you about since I've been doing this show. Now, whether it's late July, something, I started doing this show. Stock tips, PST. I was telling you about IIPR, Innovative Industrial Property Resources. My brother's favorite stock since I told him about it. He loves me for it. They took a big leap. Big bump. I think they're in the mid-150s now, somewhere in there. Because innovative industrial property resources don't buy weed. They don't sell weed. They don't grow weed. But what they do is acquire property, real estate, for the cannabis industry companies that want to buy weed, sell weed, grow weed. So they're like a hedge fund. They're going to make money no matter what regardless of what indiv- individual company like Aurora Cannabis and Tilray and all of them. That's why they took a bump because as of Friday, it started looking like Biden had taken over the the states that were going to decide the presidency. Pennsylvania, uh, well, I think it was in Michigan, uh, Arizona, and uh, was it Georgia? I forget. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. So once they saw that, then all of a sudden, Friday, the stock market was doing very well. And then Monday, the stock market was doing very well. And so I saw CGC. <laughs> I saw CGC get to 20. Then I saw CGC go to 25. And what did I do? I bought some.
0: Said, oh, the CGC train's finally rolling.
1: And then, of course, Tuesday came yesterday.
0: I the food. And it dropped. And they got me again. I said, i picked the food. See, CGC is like that young, hot blonde. I that you fall in love with even though you know you're 60 years old? I said I pity the fool And what did they do? They took hundreds of my money yesterday. And that falls in love with you Don't do it! And expect you to be true For I pity the fool I pity the fool Who falls in love with C.G.C. like I keep doing! Look at the people! Look at them! I know you're wondering what they're doing What are you doing? They gonna hurt you. Standing there. they're standing there, watching you make a fool. Watching me make a fool of myself. Hey, I know you're wondering what they're doing. What are you doing? They're just standing there. No matter how many times I fall in love, watching you make a fool of me. Oh, I'm the fool. I was a dumb butt. I was a dumb booty. I'm the fool. Falls in love with you I keep saying to myself don't do it oh, the food. It, had, it had taken years for them to get back to 20 oh, in love with you. then I saw them go up to 23 and then 25 you break your heart. they're gonna break your heart and you laugh and they're gonna smile in your face oh, I pity the food Look at the river Look at him I'm stupid. know you wonder what to do I believe in you C.G.C And I'm watching you make a fool of me Look at I know you're 22 and blind and big boobs But I'm 60 I know you're gonna make a fool of me fool Oh
1: C.G.C I keep wanting to believe it. I pity the food and fall in love with CGC. <laughs> I say to myself, it's Modelo, Corona. Finally, they're going to get some of that $4 billion that they invested in CGC. They changed, they changed uh, uh, presidents over there at CGC the new CEO that came over from uh, uh, Constellation Brands, which owns Modelo and Corona, four billion dollars they socked in the CGC. I said,
0: finally, here it comes! Here it comes! Finally, CGC is gonna start moving! The train's gonna start rolling!
1: I heard it, chugga, 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 chugga.
0: Here comes my CGC. And of course, they're down again. I sold that son of a bitch right before the engine stock market yesterday. I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. For at least for now.
1: I'll (laughs) wait. Because no matter how many times I see that young, fine looking blonde CGC, I realize I'm 60. What the hell am I doing? Come back to reality. I pity the fool because she's going to break your heart.
0: CGC
1: going to break your heart, at least for now. The banking industry also, by the way, Chuck is was doing very well because if the Biden-Harris presidency makes marijuana legal at the federal level, That's huge for the banking industry. That's why you saw a pop in the banking industry. Because now banks can do business with cannabis businesses, companies, without fear of the federal government prosecuting them or punishing them because they are FDIC, federally insured, federally. You see what I'm saying? So now, as of today, <laughs> you never know with Donald Trump, Biden is going to be the new president. So now banking industry believes the banking industry, big pot, uh, big pot, uh, the cannabis industry, and of course tech stocks. They are all started popping because of the potential of a Biden-Kamala Harris presidency. Let me tell you about Goldberry Roasting Company. I'm so very excited because my good friend, Rick Maroonyak, Rick Ro- lips can't move, Rick Maroonyak, author of uh, the book, God Doesn't Need a Badge, is on a mini vacation right now. And guess where he's going? Goldberry Roasting Company in Ashland, Ohio. I gave him, I brought him a bag of Brazil last week and we were playing pickleball before I re-injured my calf muscle again. It sucks not being able to play, I got to tell you. I've been doing a lot of swimming, but, uh, it kind of sucks. He's on his way. And actually he was there. He sent me pictures already of uh, Goldberry. He and his wife were on a mini vacation. So they went to Ashland, Ohio to the Goldberry Roasting Company store. And he showed me some pictures and everything. That's how much he loves Goldberry Roasting Company. He's very excited. He says he doesn't believe, never, never believes anybody who talk about products and commercial pitchment and everything, but he believes me. And he believed that uh, this Goldberry Roasting Company was worth a try. And so I gave him a bag in Brazil. He loved that. Now he and his wife have actually gone there to the store in Ashton, Ohio, to buy some Goldberry Roasting Company. I'm very interested in to see what kind of brands he bought over at Goldberry Roasting Company because they do it all at their plant right there in Ashton, Ohio. Goldberry Roasting Company. Go to the website right now goldberryroasting.com goldberryroasting.com I'm enjoying Kenya AA right now because hold on mm. When uh, sometimes when I need that little extra pick me up that's where Goldberry Roasting Company Kenya AA come in I mean it, gets you, it makes you get up and go if your get up and go is gone and went Kenya AA will bring it back Goldberry Roasting Company And once you order, you decide you want to order some Goldberry Roasting Company, put in a coupon code Goldberry BST, Goldberry BST for Big Daddy Stock Tips, and you get 10% off your order. Goldberry Roasting Company, I keep telling you over and over and over, some damn good coffee. All right, coming up on the half hour is Bart Slack, who's going, like I said, I want to ask him about uh, the industry industry And why is it the government feels, uh, this isn't Moscow. This isn't China. What's wrong with companies like Apple and Amazon and Google and Tesla? What's wrong with them making all the money they can make if they got a good business product? I got another buddy who worked for a company that I helped him get a job with. And about Uh, Four months ago, five months ago, he quit that job. He was a manager. And he went to work for Amazon. And he told me, he said, listen, I've done the manager thing in a bowling alley. I've done the manager thing on the, uh, uh, what do you want to call it? The uh, uh, like McDonald's and Burger King, fast food restaurants. He did the manager thing on that level. And he quit to go to work as a driver for Amazon. He said nothing gives him the freedom of driving around all day. He can listen to his favorite tunes in the car. He doesn't have to worry about as he put it, tail hole managers up in his rear end all the time. He gives him the freedom. He, can, he delivers his packages. And most importantly, he works Monday through Friday now with the fast food restaurant. He was working weekends. He was working till late at night. They got a young daughter. Uh, and Rob Hagel who I'm talking about. Used to be an intern of mine. Married another intern of mine. Stephanie Hagel. Stephanie Warner Hagel the uh, ballpark engineer with Tom Hamilton, Rosie for the Cleveland Indians radio network. And he freaking loves it. He says now he works nine to five. Monday through Friday. He's home on weekends. And so now what he does, he's a a fishing uh, aficionado. Say that 10 times. A fishing aficionado. He made himself a YouTube channel. Amazon catfish. I'll give him a plug. Amazon catfish. He goes out now. He goes out on the weekend, little ass boat, and white people stuff. You know, <laughs> my big ass. God, I don't know boat. All right, <laughs> and places like Finley and all these other places. Now I think he's heading down to Georgia or something like that to see some of his old Marine buddies. See, I'm sorry. When when I go to Parma to play in the uh, Pizza Bob pickleball group and I'm the first guy there, I said the word Parma. I know you hear these stories about how Parma has changed and it's more diversified, and I used to live in Parma, Midtown Towers in Parma, right there at uh, Rockside and Broadview. I stayed there back in 1998 think I think 2003. I was there five years. But when I get to the pickleball court, and I'm the first one there, and if you notice, I'm black. I don't get my ass out
0: that car until one of the white people show up. (laughs) I'm telling you now, listen, I was born in the hood, but the hood ain't born in me. I'm
1: not going into the inner city of Parma and out there setting up nets and hitting balls at seven o'clock in the morning. And if you haven't noticed, when I walk through the door,
0: people usually notice me. I'm a big black guy.
1: When I was playing over there, they had drones in the air. Right over my head. We had another guy who came by in a van almost all the time. We called him the stalker dude. He'd come by. He'd park right outside by the court, outside the the, uh, fence. He'd crank his radio way up. Yep, white guy. He's listening to some some morning talk show. And he'd crank it way up. And he'd just sit there and glare at us. Now, my buddy Rick Maruniak is a former... (laughs) Former SWAT sergeant for the Cleaner Police Department. So he gets up and he turns around because if you know anything about cops, they do not like to have their backs to the wall. We had lunch together last week. Right away, he sit on the side that looks at the door of people coming in. He wants to survey the field. He wants to see everything. They don't like surprises. So you got drones overhead. You got the stalker guy coming by and glaring at us. I'm not getting my butt out the car and, and going in there. In the middle of Parma, inner city, no thank you. But anyway, my buddy, <laughs> uh, talking about the big techs. Uh, he likes his life now. He was a manager of a fast food restaurant. Now he works nine to five, weekends off, gets to see his kid. And then able to go fishing on the weekends to all of his favorite fishing destinations. So there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, uh, Hold on a second. All right, so uh, I'm doing my radio show right now. If you were a fan, you would know this every Wednesday at noon to 1 o'clock. So I'm live on the air right now as I'm talking to you, Terry. So we will talk after 1 o'clock, and I will find out if I know if I need to go to Giant Eagle and get tampons for you. I'll call you back. <laughs> I hear him laughing.
0: <laughs>
1: I can tell you guys a story i have a i have a plant here. you guys used to see it when i used to have a g, the g l c uh my uh where carlita's shot was you always saw the big green plant i think to her left as you watched her sexy ass well it's now over nine i think my ceiling is nine feet or ten feet tall i forget but the plant, even though I've chopped it off, I've lopped it off the top a couple of times. The plant is all the way up to the ceiling again, and the top leaves are starting to curve downward. I've taken the plant as far as I can take it. Now, it's a family heirloom. It's been in the family for like 50, 60 years. My beautiful sister Vicky gave me a piece. It was just a piece of a, plant, of a piece of a leaf. And I grow. I've grown it from there in in uh, late 2015. I think she gave it to me. So it's going on. T- it's going on five years that I've had this plant. And the thing has got a. It's got a base in it that I bought from Home Depot. That's probably two feet tall. I'm looking at, and the, the plant is all the way up to the ceiling again. And I just can't take it any farther. So, I told my sister, "Listen, i have got to give this plant away to somebody who'll take care of it." The first thing she said was me. So anyway, they were supposed to come over, get the plant, take the <laughs> take the dirt out, and take the plant, put it in her van, and then take the van and the pot, which I say is a big huge pot, and take it with her. Well, my is that you, Bart Slat? Hello. Hello. Okay, hey Bart. I'll be with you in one second. Okay. All right. So anyway, uh, there's Vick, my sister Vicky, who is uh, walking with a cane, and I got steps. I'm on the second floor. She can't come up, so she bring her son Terry. So her son, so I tell Terry. She tells Terry what's supposed to happen. He tell he texts her like, "No, mom, I have got here. It's too much work. It's too much, too much work to do by myself." I said, "You vagina. You know what I'm saying? The word pee. Yeah, you vagina." What are you talking about it? Take ten minutes. You, you take we'll pour half the dirt out of the bag. You take you pull the plant out. You take it to the van, put it in, and then take the pour the rest of the dirt into the into the bag. Put it in the garbage can. Take the thing with you. So anyway, he called me just now while I'm on the show. He knows I do a show, but if he was a fan, he would like you are. He would know that. All right, let's go to our hotline right now. We talked to Bard. I couldn't wait to talk to Bard. But Because last Wednesday, everything was still kind of up in the air, particularly with the presidency and everything, and we still yeah. didn't know. And then Friday came, and all of a sudden, the stock market started going crazy, and I started doing well. And Chuck lady asked me, why is the stock market doing so well? I thought it was going to drop because of Biden. So I want you to give us a synopsis of everything that's going on since then, and why— Wait. Why companies like the banking industry, the marijuana industry, and big tech stocks all of a sudden took a big old leap, and then we'll talk. I'll have follow up questions after
2: that, Bart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, first of all, you know, I don't know that the election. I've, you know, Trump. Like we talked about, Trump is still. He's. uh, They've got all kinds of lawsuits uh, pending (laughs) or ready to be filed in Pennsylvania, a couple other states to contest the election.
1: I I mentioned that at the top of the show. I said, as of right now, is the way I put it. So I did put that disclaimer in to the audience as I started the show. Go ahead.
2: And as far as I can tell, I mean, the Senate is still up in the air. Um, Right now, the Republicans have 50 seats and and the Democrats have 48. But there's uh, apparently going to be two runoff elections in the Senate, and those aren't going to occur till January. Oh. Well, so if those two, point. if those two go to the Democrats, then the Democrats are going to control the Senate because even though it's fifty-fifty, if Biden is declared the winner, the Democrats would control the Senate. So that's, and if that happens, Whoa. then I think, you know, you could have uh, a lot of the big tech stuff that's rallying now uh, be in be in some some trouble because I think it brings back those uh, uh, those. Uh, uh, lawsuits uh, or attempts yeah. to break up some of those big tech stocks. So, yeah,
1: and I got a question about that as you as you go on, but go ahead.
2: Um, so I think things are kind of settling into place, but I mean it it, it ain't over yet. And I remember uh, um, in Bush versus Gore that uh, that that whole debacle did not get resolved for 37 days. And so now we're uh, in this election, Biden or Gore, um, Trump versus Biden. We're only in day seven, yeah. and I think I think there's still stuff that's gonna gonna come down the pipe. Now, uh, what 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 chance does it have to to be resolved in Trump's favor? I don't I don't think it's got a real a real big chance. I think you know I think it, it, ultimately Biden is going to be declared the winner, but it's still going to be I think uh, it's it, it, Trump is still going to keep fighting for a while
1: um, now, now why uh, please explain to me because I kind of asked last week but I, I I don't know if I've asked correctly why is it that the Democratic Party were on record saying that they were going to file a class action lawsuit against Big Tech to break them up and you mentioned it in your first uh, uh, sentence of uh, commentary Wh- why is this allowed to happen and why does the government and of course as of then the uh senate was still controlled by the republicans so they so the big tech stocks took a bump on friday and then again uh uh, monday not so much yesterday and today but why would the government on the democratic side want to do this what's wrong with a company being successful and making all the money they can make how can the government come in and try to break them up because they feel like they're too large
2: well, you know, the antitrust uh, uh, rules, I mean, what's at the heart of that is that the government does not like to see a company uh, either become a monopoly or start to act like a monopoly where one, where one company controls everything, you know, um, just because it, it really does uh, inhibit and, in fact, in many cases, eliminate competition you know they do, they don't want to have companies eliminating competition you know, I think everybody would agree in government especially that uh having a competitive environment is is better than having a monopoly um so i think that's at the basis of why um the government would not want companies to get too big because they would they would control things to such a degree where they, I mean, you would be, you could be enslaved to them. I mean, imagine, um, I don't know if it's a good analogy, but if if Clear Channel uh, owned every radio station in the country and Marty, uh, Big Daddy Productions wants to to do something for them and they say, well, you know, we don't need you. Or if you want to buy from us, it's going to cost you X amount of, astronomical dollars, and if you can't afford it tough, someone else will. I mean, you don't, you don't want companies to be able to call those kinds of shots. And I think a lot of the Democrats feel that, you know, the Googles and the Amazons, uh, app, those companies have gotten so big that uh, we're going to have to take them down because they are inhibiting competition.
1: All right. So that uh, talking to a financial analyst, Bart Slack. So that that makes a lot. That's one of the reasons why I love talking to you, because you put things in perspective, because I'm kind of one of these uh, these wild card people that go, wait, how the hell is this able to happen? Now, I remember and you and I remember because we both worked in the uh, radio industry and back in 1982, when we were at WJW AM 850, it was nice because it was own. It was a it was a, a a company a radio station owned by a certain. It was a Lake Erie Radio. It was Art Model. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, each day and at, at that time you could only own I think like two f two ams and two fms or something like that in the market.
2: In and, each market, yeah. Yes,
1: and then what happened was uh, after a while they let any they let any company buy as many radio stations as they wanted, and now Clear Channel ended up with thousands of radio stations and countless people lost their
0: jobs because...
1: All of a sudden, they condensed everything. Instead of one DJ in afternoon drive in all the markets, all of a sudden, it became Ryan Seacrest. And they pay Ryan Seacrest one big check, and he gets some health insurance. And they started firing all these other afternoon drive DJs all over the country. And that's when voice tracking started. And people like me started to bitch that, how are they able to do this? So now, in 2020, as you say this about big techs, now it makes sense to me. With what you're talking about, they yeah. don't want one. Co- you you got to go if you want to be on a radio station. You got to go through one company, and that will be Clear Channel or CBS in this particular market right now. The two big ones are uh, iHeart and CBS. That makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. so now the next thing is the ca- the cannabis industry. They took a nice pop because, of course, the Democrats have said that they were democratic. Uh, Party are more
2: favorable to uh, to legalizing marijuana or the Democrats.
1: Yes. So. So if that's the case, how long would it take for them to start that process? or is that going to be one of the things that they're not crazy about starting right away, but that's going to be on the docket at some point to to decriminalize marijuana on the federal level?
2: Well, I think I don't think they would get going on that right away um it would probably be something that would be on the docket um and in the, it, it, i think in the short term until the senate is resolved uh, n- nothing along those lines is going to happen until they figure out which party is in charge of the senate now if the democrats uh, end up in charge you may see it happening uh faster than than if the republicans uh remain in charge of the senate but uh I think in the short term, I, don't, I really don't know what what's going to happen with cannabis. So, I think so. You've seen a pop in that in that you know in your, in your stock. Yes,
1: right away. Uh, and of course, yeah. CGC, the the the, the hot twenty two year old blonde with the big boobs, went to up to about twenty five. And of course, I bought on Monday. And then yesterday it was down some, and I said, all right, the hell with this, and I got right back off because I feel I don't I don't care if she's twenty two with big boobs and hots. The fact <laughs> is, I'm sixty, and she ain't liking me for my my good looks, and my body at 60. And she keeps screwing me over and not in ways that I like. It is everything but sexual.
2: Well, <laughs> uh, maybe you should stop pursuing that girl.
0: I know. And I, that's what
1: I said earlier, Bart. I, I can't mean, help know. it. It's like they are like my
0: Tesla. I believe in them, but they keep finding every way to screw it up and screw me over.
2: Well, Tesla... Tesla's up today, but it it took a big tumble. I saw it? it. I I yeah. saw
1: that. And, and and Amazon, it's like one day they were up one eighty, and then the next day they were down one twenty, and, and then the next day they were up sixty, and then the next day they're down eighty. It's like what's going on? Why is it so far in between with these companies like that? And then I saw yesterday was just brutal, and today is not. Was at least the last time I checked is not looking
2: well either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about Pfizer? Did you see what happened to that stock?
1: I saw Pfizer and BioNTech, and of course, my listeners and viewers, I've been telling about uh, BioNTech, the German company, way back when, when I started talking about uh, uh, Moderna and Novavax and AstraZeneca and Johnson & yeah. Johnson. Well, BioNTech yeah. looks like the big winner, and of course, they partnered up with Pfizer, and they yeah. say that their vaccine is uh, 90% effective, with getting rid of coronavirus, and so they took a bump. But then I saw they were down a little bit today, too. And I said to myself, well, why? They're the big dogs. Why, why don't you stay with them?
2: Yeah, and I know that when, you know, did you notice that when Pfizer made the announcement that they've got this vaccine, it's going to be ready to go, um, the Dow went way up. You remember on Monday, it was up, I don't know, Eight- like 1,300 points, yeah. or 1,800 points. Yeah. And the NASDAQ was down. Because what happened on the Nasdaq, you had a lot of these tech companies that were benefiting from they were they were benefiting from the shutdown. The companies like Zoom and and, and all those work from home yeah. sensitive stocks were benefiting from the shutdown. Well, here comes a company announces a vaccine, and all those all those stocks that were benefiting from the, the shutdown, they all they all took a crap. They just. Nosedived. Zoom yep. was way down. All these things. So these these are. This is an example how you know what's good for one segment of the market is not necessarily good for all segments, and that other segments can really um, they they work counter to each other. Like like this example uh, has done.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I saw that. Uh, uh, I saw it, and I saved it so I could uh, mention it on the show. I saw that the uh, cinema industry and live nation for the live concerts they got they stock soared with the news of biontech and pfizer with this uh coronavirus right. vaccine and I, because all of a sudden people could now start going back to the movies and exactly. start going and so to the, concerts
2: and, and with the same uh, reasoning uh, uh you know the the airline stock started going up the yes. the, the cruise line stock everything yes. that was was getting depressed because of coronavirus. All of a sudden, that that end of, uh, of things starts starts to go up. It's a crazy time, isn't it? I mean, this yeah. is this, it's going to be hard to figure out which way to go. Just kind of, I don't know, yeah, stay but, the course for now.
1: Now uh, talking with the financial bar, uh, analyst Bart Slack. So now, I I and I also mentioned uh, somewhere in the top of the show. I said I don't see because I always give people stimulus update. I said I don't see. Now, uh, Pelosi was perceived to be a pain in the ass to the Republicans and getting this stimulus package update. I think everybody saw there was not going to be an agreement until after the election. So now the election is over with as of right now. And looks like Biden and Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris is going to be the new president and vice president. Yeah. So now I'm looking at it and saying, well, now if the Republicans lose and Donald Trump loses, he ain't gonna be in no hurry and no mood to sign a stimulus package until maybe after his presidency is over in January. What do you think?
2: Um, you know he was he was advocating stimulus uh, packages. Yes, was, yes, uh, before the election, and I think politically uh, it was held up because. Um, You know, I think the Democrats, Pelosi, thought it might be to their political advantage if they didn't put a package together until after the election. So uh, let's say they do put a package together now. Of course, a lot depends on, uh, uh, again, what happens in the Senate. The Senate has not been resolved.
1: What do they mean by runoff, by the way, when when you said, well, two of them going to have to have a runoff? Is it because they were that close or what?
2: Yeah, and I think well, in Georgia they have a state law. I think that in order to win a Senate seat, you have to get more than fifty percent of the vote. Oh, okay. In order to be declared the winner, and if you have if you have more than two candidates, I think they have three candidates in some of these Senate seats. Uh, you know, they split up the vote in such a way that nobody got fifty percent of the vote. So the runoff is that they take the top two uh, vote getters of the election, uh, and then they have a runoff. So so now somebody. Somebody's is obviously by definition is going to get more than 50% of the vote when you only have two candidates. So that's a runoff election. It means it means nobody got 50%. Now we got to have a separate election between two candidates um, to, to have an election that will have one of those candidates get 50% or more of the vote to be declared the winner. That's, got you. that's what, and so, and that, and I think that that election, if I'm not mistaken, isn't until January.
1: Wow! So, so this is a lot of uncertainty.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, going to go it, on. It, it makes a lot of this stuff difficult to try and talk about. I mean, because you're kind of speculating. Well, if it does this, then this can happen. But if that happens, then the other thing's going to happen. You're you're like, you know, it's tough to be to figure out exactly where you're going to go. Makes a lot of sense.
1: Bart Slack, our financial analyst, every week. This, every week now until. This whole thing gets resolved is going to be interesting and great for the big daddy stock
0: tips under the hood.
2: Isn't it amazing how we, you know we're, we're trying to talk about stock tips and the markets and everything, and all we end up talking about is politics. Yes, they just they just seem you know they all work hand in hand. This stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I honestly believe, and I try not to go into it too much, but I honestly believe that you know Americans were sacrificed. With uh, the unemployment extensions and the stimulus package we were all sacrificed until after for the politics. election. Yeah, for politics. They for co- yeah, absolutely they could give a rat's patootie about us that, <laughs> starving. Yeah, that's and what's dealing.
2: so frustrating about it. it's it's clear that, you know, we're we're nothing but pawns in a political game.
0: Yes. Yes. You know? Yes, it is. Bark I mean, slack. Now,
2: there's millions of people out there that need some help right now. This thing has wiped them out. And and, and and they're being used as uh, political pawns once you know ah. don't get me started I know and I,
1: and I you know me part I mean i, I- I have been a general talk show host for over 10 years, and I also produce general talk radio with Triv and, and Merle Polis and Joel Rose and everybody. So I'm used to talking about it, as particularly like Baker Mayfield. Don't even get me started on him. But I, I try to stay in my lane because this is the safest way for me to not lose my job with the Cavaliers. I don't right. want to make a statement because if you talk, and everybody knows, if you even notice that even after the election, you didn't see a lot of venom being spewed on uh, social networking. And I said to myself, and God knows it, I'm going to say this part and you understand what I'm saying. And the audience will understand. I love bill Bender with a passion. He's been my partner, business partner and my best friend, my brother for over 38 years. But I was and I told Chuck Galetti this and and Dirty Curry, I said, I'm so glad I didn't have to do a show today with Bender and Chuck Booms because I would have gotten fired. The 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 anger from those two that would have came out, and you know I love Booms, but he doesn't have a filter. And he and I saw some of his Facebook posts, and it's all in caps, and he's just he's pissed. And I did not want to be associated with that. Yeah. On today's show, so I'm so glad that I didn't have a show with them today because I know that they are pissed. And, yeah. I, and I understand, and I'm sorry your candidate didn't win as of right now. Anyway, Bart Slack, financial analyst every week on the half hour, 1230 on the Marty Allen, Marty Allen Show. Well, it's the Marty Allen Show. Big Daddy Stockton from the hood. Bart, we'll talk right, to you bro. next week, okay?
2: Okay, thank you.
1: All right, uh, let's see 12:45. Give it a time check like I'm doing a regular radio show. 12:48 right here on Big Daddy's Stock Tips from the Hood. All right, let's get your stock market update brought to you by God Doesn't Need a Badge, the new book by Rick Maruniak, available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble and all fine booksellers. And of course, the uh, Rick Maruniak is planning an audiobook uh sometimes in the near future so you may be able to get that on audio file. As well. Alright, the cannabis industry stocks. As we talked about, <clears throat> IIPR is doing very well. IIPR, that's why I just I have to stay away from CGC and just go with IIPR. I'm not telling you to do it. I never tell you what stocks to buy, never tell you what stocks to sell. I'm only telling you about the relationship I have and the things that I like with these particular stocks. IIPR has been my second choo-choo train after tesla and right now they're like the number one choo-choo train for me because of what happened in the presidency the other ones are not doing up a little bit cgc was up and then i realized that they're they're 22 with big boobs and they really don't love me they just want to take my money so i got right back out of cgc and i think the next time i stop in or get back into the financial market i will go with iipr because i believe in them and i think that they're a lot safer they don't sell weed they don't buy weed they don't grow weed they just get you real estate for the companies that do do that all right we mentioned uh, in our interview with Bart slack pfizer and biontech 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 is the german company that had been working on the trial vaccines and they were of course they had uh uh, opponents like Moderna and Novavax and Astrazeneca and Johnson and Johnson and CanSino. Well, all these companies, all of a sudden, their stocks started doing a poo-poo, dropping. And uh, um, BioNTech, I believe, Monday was like twenty-four up, twenty-four dollars a share at the start of the market. And then uh, yesterday, I think they earned another eight. So they were doing pretty well. Today, they kind of flattened out a little bit. They were down a little bit. That's what's going on with them. Tech stocks, like we mentioned with Bart Slacks, a little shaky right now. First, you get big gains one day, and then you get big losses the next day. So right now, for me, I still want to stay out of that arena until, until whenever, until further notice, pretty much. The banking industry, as we mentioned, is up because now if the Biden, Kamala Harris, presidency stays on track and they decriminalize marijuana cannabis on the federal level now banks can do business with the cannabis industry and that'll be huge for the banking industry airline stocks that we finally mentioned soared because of the coronavirus mentioned now maybe a lot more people will start flying again because the airline industry the cruise industry they've all been decimated by the coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic. So this could bring them back to life. The cruise industry probably more than anybody. Can you imagine how much money the cruise industry has lost because nobody is cruising? Cinema stocks and Live Nation, we mentioned earlier, got some action when the promising news came out about the trial vaccine from BioNTech and Pfizer. So now people can go back to the movies. People can go back to uh, concerts. And so that's why the cinema stocks and Live Nation stocks took a nice pop. Because there's promising hope with coronavirus vaccine from BioNTech and, of course, Pfizer, who are in partnership with each other. And last but not least, first there was the Impossible Burger at at, uh, Burger King. And now, the McPlant is on the way. The McPlant is on the way. McDonald's has launched its own alternative meat burger. As you know what that means. McDonald's are going to pop. But then I think what like Dirty Kirk tells me says, "Marty, if I want to if I want a plant, I'll eat a plant. If I want a burger, a real burger, I'll eat a real burger." And I understand. That's uh, your Stock Market Update brought to you by God Doesn't Eat a Badge with Rick Maruniak. See, I I understand that. I don't eat a lot of beef. But when I want a steak, I ain't going there to buy a plant-based steak. I'm not going to Giant Eagle or Walmart and buying me a, a plant-based steak. No. When I have a cheat day and I can have whatever I want and, I have, and I'm in the mood for a steak, I'm getting a real steak. I'm getting Delmonico. I love Delmonico. It's got the right marbling. It's got the right amount of fat. And it's tender meat. I'm going Delmonico. I'm going ribeye. Which, of course, I believe is Delmonico with the bone. I'm not going for a fake burger. And I sure as hell had nothing against McDonald's. I sure as hell ain't gonna buy a plant based burger from McDonald's. It just ain't gonna happen. I can tell you right now, it's probably been 20 years since I had a Big Mac. And that special sauce that they put on there, when I was a kid, I loved it. Give me two of them. But now I'm 60. (laughs) I cannot have a Big Mac. If I have a Big Mac, then I have to tell them to take all the special sauce and everything out of it and just give me the mustard and ketchup. But then at that point, what's the point? i tell you what I do do. There's nothing like a Burger King Whopper. Nothing. The smell, the taste of the flame broil, outstanding. So what I do, instead of me going to Giant Eagle or Walmart and buying a burger, a burger meat, I simply go to... Burger King, I'll give them a free plug. I go to Burger King, I buy me the two for five and get me two Whoppers. I tell them, give me the two-pot Whoppers with nothing but mustard and extra ketchup. I then go home. I always keep the Giant Eagle Deli bacon uh, here in my refrigerator because I love that bacon. It's fantastic. I know it's $7 a pound, but that's okay. It's a lot less fat in there and, and it's delicious. Not bigger pieces, okay? So I, then I, co- I bring my two Whoppers home. I, I cook about four pieces of bacon. I always got my Velveeta cheese. There ain't, I'm not a big cheese lover. My uh, buddy Rick Maruniak also said he was going to grand, Grandpa's Cheese Farm on his mini vacation uh, after he went from Goldberry Roasting Company. And I told him, he said, what would you like me to bring you back? I said, well, I'm not a big cheese person, you know. So then I take the four pieces of bacon. I take two slices of Velveeta cheese. I take one of the buns off of one of the whoppers, and I put a slice of Velveeta cheese between the two burgers, and a slice on top of the top burger. And then I put the four slices of bacon on there, and I sprinkle me a little, a little, little more liberal ketchup. I love ketchup on a flame broiled whopper. People, I'm telling you, it's better than going to the store and buying the, you know, the the, the burger meat and all this kind of stuff because. I can't get the flame broil unless I go out and do something on the grill, and I don't have a grill because I'm on the second floor. But there's nothing like a double whopper from whop, from a Burger King that I make myself. Throw away half the bun, get rid of half that big ass bread, and then put me two slices of Velveeta cheese on there, four slices of a giant eagle deli bacon. You talking about? And some liberal ketchup. You talking about some good eating? Oh man! All right, before I get out of here, I got to ask you guys a question real quick. There's a couple of things I see social networking or texting or whatever that drives me crazy. Am I the only one that can't stand when someone answers you with the thumbs up? That's the way I look at it. (laughs) I can't stand it. when I say, okay, I'll see you at seven and we'll talk about something. something." And I get
0: the (laughs) thumbs up. I hate it. I hate a yellow thumbs up emoji. I can't stand it.
1: The other one is, I don't mind it on your email. On my email, it says, always my pleasure, Marty Allen, when I send an email. Not necessarily on the reply. Oh, well, yeah, I guess on the reply. Anyway, when I send an email, I get, and people love that. So people tease me all the time. Say hey, so you want to go there? I'll meet you there. Go, always my pleasure, Big Daddy. As we play a pickleball or whatever. That seems to have hit a nice chord with people. Always my because that's the way I feel. It's always my pleasure. I'm living. I've survived three surgeries, six hospital stays with internal bleeding, diverticulitis, the the plane crash that I was supposed to be on that I wasn't on. I am a living, breathing. Chow and messenger of God, and I'm very, very happy. So anything that I do, I'm still alive. It's always my pleasure. But anyway, when you see people who are, who have one on their text, uh, blessings and kisses. <laughs> and if you sit there replying to somebody in a text, it's like every time everyone in their re- answers come to you or replies is uh,
0: uh, blessings and kisses. <laughs> it drives me crazy. I don't mind sitting there leaving mail, but I hate seeing it over and over and over and over with a text. The blessings and Kisses. <laughs> Take it out. It drives me crazy.
1: And the last one, people. There was a IT guy who worked for iHeartMedia, and he was a pain in my rear end. Trivassano, you know how trip. well, you don't know how trip, but you kind of know what he's like on the air, okay? Trivassano is a, an acquired taste. There were people that I produced and worked with that they're very talented, excuse me, but they are an acquired taste. My partner, Bill Bender, is one of them, and he laughs about it all the time. We laugh about it because I tell him, I said, man, I love you, but you are an acquired taste. Okay, not everybody likes that taste, but Trevisano is an acquired taste. Bruce Drennan, who I produced over the years, love him to death, but he's an acquired taste. Chuck Booms, I love him. One of the most talented and funniest because uh, Chuck Booms is also a national comedian. (laughs) But Chuck Booms is an acquired taste. You either love him or you hate him. Chuck Booms is a lot like Donald Trump. And Bob France, number four. Those four guys are as talented as they come. But they are an acquired taste. And therefore, they command an acquire taste, like producers. Sometimes you can deal with them, and sometimes you can't. But anyway, my uh, the guy uh, over at uh, iHeartMedia, the IT guy, Triv would always tell me to take something like when Allison quit the show. He would tell me to go to the IT guy and tell him to take down anything with Allison on off the Trivassano page, at WTAM.com. And so I go to the IT guy, say, how you doing, such and such. Uh, Triv says, can you take down Allison's profile page and anything relating to Allison off the Trevisano page? He goes, why? I go, well, she's no longer with the show. She resigned. Yes, but I know I need to know specifically why. Well, because Triv told me to tell you to take it down. All right, well, I'll get to it when I can, but, you know, I want to know why. And so I start not screaming at him. I'd walk out of his office and I said, "This son of a bitch!" Every time I got, the... but then when time, then when I would go and tell the boss Ray Davis that this guy is just giving me a, a hard time, then I go to him and tell him, uh, "Okay, can you take this down? Can you take that down?" Then he would always reply, "No worries." That's the fourth one I ate. When everyone says to me, when anyone says, "No worries," my face cringes off because I hated that son of a bitch. He made my everyday professional life and radio a pain in the ass it's not me i could give a rat's ass what you do see said take it down and i'm the, the executive producer so i'm just telling you what Trip told me Why well, i need to know why i didn't know specifically what
0: she ain't working here no boy that's why what's the matter
1: with you he just was purposely a pain in the rear end and he had to have his coffee every day. He had to have six cups, eight cups of freaking coffee before he could do any work. Now, now I understand. After all these years, he should have had Goldberry Roasted Company coffee. If he had Goldberry Roasted Company coffee, gave him Kenya AA, he would have been fine. But he didn't. But they weren't probably wasn't in business back then. Who knows? But he had to have his eight cups of coffee before he could do anything. And anything I went to him, he just gave me. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but no worries.
0: I hate it. I hate the thumbs up. <laughs> and I hate no worries. <laughs> Blessings and kisses. <laughs> Put it on your email, but not on your text. It comes back every freaking
1: time. If we're having a conversation for a half hour, I'd sing blessings and kisses
0: 40 times. (laughs) One time's enough. Blessings and kisses. (laughs) All right, I love you guys. It's so good
1: to be with you. Oh, That'll do it for this week's Big Daddy Stockton from the Hood, the PST. Thanks for joining me as always. Uh, I have new software today, so you got to let me know if... uh, if I turned into a Chinese movie at any point during the hour, I upgraded my Wirecast software to 14.0. 12.0 was perfect. And my chief engineer, Joe Fritchin, at the radio, at uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers said, Marty, if it ain't broke, don't upgrade it. So I went, I, when I upgraded to 13, I started getting all these where the video and the audio were out of sync and like a Chinese movie. So I went back to 12, and everything was wonderful. Well, now I went to 14.0. Just to see if they corrected the bug in 13. It looks like they have. I saw a couple of times where it looks like I froze for maybe a minute period of a second. But it's, but hopefully my uh, audio and video is not out of sync like it would normally be. Thank you so much. I love you guys. We'll see you next week on Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. Don't forget rogueradionetwork.com will take you to tell you where you can get the show, where you can get all the previous shows, and all that other good stuff. Love you guys. Let's start the heel and pass the stimulus package already. My goodness. Brother needs some money. But I'm going back to work. Fingers crossed. December 22nd, 72-game season. Looks like that's going to happen. I love you guys. The BST. I'm out. See
0: you. Looking good, Billy Red. I'm going to just keep getting paid. More money, more money, more money. Get those pokers back in here. Turn those machines back on. Turn those machines back on. This has been a Big Sexy Marty Allen production. I'm going to just keep getting paid.